Yo! What's up? We're back. We're back in this thing. Yo, 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 yo. My name's Osagi. And my name is Chris. And this is Prophetic Foolishness. Don't call it a comeback. Hey, because we've been here the whole time. Come on, man. <laughs> the street's been missing. The street's been missing us. The people been wishing. They've been asking where y'all at. And we, look, hey. We took a little a little break. A little hiatus. But you know what I'm saying? Some call it quarantine. Some call it quarantine. We had it planned the whole time. <laughs> 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 no, it was actually uh, funny. We were like, we had so many big plans, and it's just like. They all got, they got put on hold. All, everything was on hold. Man, you know what? Right now in the comment section, please tell us all the plans that you had that got canceled by the Rona. Tell us because Please. the Rona didn't try to cancel everything. Everything. Everything we had planned. People was going to on trips. On trips. You know? People were supposed to have hot girl summers. Hot girl summers. You know what I'm hot saying? boy summers. People were supposed to see the world. They're supposed to see the world. Supposed to get married. Married. Man, Lord, talk about it. Bless y'all. Hold on. We we we, we getting ahead of ourselves. Man. You know what I'm oh, saying? Wow. For those of you who are just tuning in, yes. we say welcome. Welcome. To you know everyone who's new, to those of you who are you know are are, are faithful, the faithful, prophetic, foolishness family, the fam. Welcome back to the house. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got a delicious dish of what? Discussion. discussion. Come on, man. Yeah. That's what we do here, man. man. Delicious dish of discussion. Yeah. So this is uh this is prophetic foolishness where we talk about uncommon topics mm. that might engage with the common person mm. and give them a space huh? to challenge the societal norms. Amen. Bless God. Bless Amen. God. <laughs> Man, welcome back, y'all. Yeah, I know back. I know y'all have been missing these podcasts on your Monday morning commutes. Yep. Your Monday morning, you know, in between right before your, you know, you maybe have a meeting, yeah. you know, or you're on your way to class, whatever the case may be, you yep. know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you listen to it while you, you know, taking you, a walk. With, yeah, with taking a walk, kids. whatever, man. Yeah. This, man, we're back. And like with Street's been wanting us, so we ain't gonna leave y'all out to hang. Um, I can say for myself, I have missed you guys. Yes, I, I miss, miss this. Oh, go ahead. I bro. missed engaging. Oh, brother, engagement. I, I mean, piece. just yeah, the engagement. We love I love talking about uh what people think about when they hear an episode. You know, yeah. even if it's they agree with us, with yeah. myself or Osagi, yeah. or if they wildly disagree with us, yeah. I love hearing it all. I love it all. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it all. Bro, I actually have a really funny story from you. Okay. That I actually haven't told you this is completely off oh, air, okay. but it's it has to do with the me. podcast. Okay. Okay. So to our winner of the AirPods, yes. Matt Chamnitz. Yes, Mr. Right? Matt Chamnitz. Matt yeah. Chamnitz, I forget, I think like seven one three or seven, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So we won he won the AirPods. And I sent the AirPods to him. This is a crazy story. I'm yeah. going to make it kind of short. I sent the AirPods to him from um, from my work at uh, at Dropbox. Yeah. Um, and I sent it to him. Uh -huh. And I was like, hey, listen, like I'm sending it from our, our work. And it was supposed to send They gave me the tracking number. I got the tracking number. Yep. Come to find out by like Christmas time, he messages me. He's like, where are the AirPods? Mm. I'm like, oh, well, let me check the tracking number. So apparently UPS had said someone had stole it out of the package. Wow. So they were supposed to reimburse me. Wow. Long story short, it took them like five months. Oh, no. To finally reimburse me. And Did I, Matt just get the AirPods? Matt got the AirPods maybe two weeks ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh supposed to have goodness. them before Christmas. So, oh, wow. Matt, if you're listening... Man, our bad, bro. It wasn't on me. It, oh my! But gosh. I can't. We came through, dog. I didn't even know that yes. he just got he them. He just got them. That was our season two before. Promo, yes, like, from 
like I think it was like Black Friday or bro, something before Christmas. Like, yeah, bro, I know. Dang. I had been hounding them, man. It just finally took them that time to get it to wow. me. So all that's I have to crazy. say, man, just know that we faithful, bro. Like, yeah. you know, it ain't about it ain't about when you get it. It's mm. about how you get it. Yes. You know, and then when it ain't you, about how you get it, it's about when you get oh, it. Oh, bless God. I don't Thank know. You. Either that's way. Okay. <laughs> Either way, you got it. And we happy that you all will be able to tune into season three. Yes, yes sir. On yes, your new sir. Apple AirPods. Man, cool, 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 yeah. man. But I mean, like I was saying, man, prophetic foolishness is a huge part of my life now. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. It's one of like four things in my Instagram bio, so you know it's important. <laughs> it's important. Uh, but man, we missed you. Like like I said, we really missed you guys. Man, we got a lot in store for you for season three. This is kind of like an in-betweener. Mm-hmm. Like this ain't really season two. Yeah, it's not like, it's not season two. It ain't season three, it's though. It's not season three. It's but just for the for the people. Yeah, we just we just needed to jump on and just it's been too long. Too long. To say what's up. Yeah. Let y'all know what's on our minds and hearts and then and just chop it up a little bit. I mean, we are the people's podcast. We're the people's podcast. We gonna do what the people want. People we gonna want give it. Them, we, so, gonna, we gonna give it to you. Hey, you, know you asked. We deliver. So, man, what's been up with you, Chris? Oh man, you know, I'm just gonna keep it one hundred. Hundred. Man, the last the last three, four weeks have been uh pretty tough. Hmm, you know, talk about it. We we're we're coming off of, you know, being in quarantine with the Rona and everything, uh, which on a global scale has been pretty devastating for the amount for of sure. lives that have been lost. For sure. Um for the amount of jobs that people mm. have lost, income streams that are putting them in a tough place. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like people people all over their lives have been affected. So we yeah. we coming off of that mm. and then you know, we've just seen a string of black lives being taken. Come on, dog. Ooh. Go there. And go there. it's 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 been, you know, really a flurry of different emotions for myself to to kind of deal and process. Um I've been angry at times. Yeah. I've been sad at times. Yeah. I've cried at times. Yeah. Um I've been confused. Mm-hmm. I've been hopeful at times yeah. you know hopeless. it's hopeless i mean yeah. it's just been a flurry of different emotions at different points throughout the past weeks yeah. and months you know especially as it comes to to black and brown lives yeah i i, I actually completely 100 percent agree with you and i think that's in the sentiment a lot across our community of uh black people as a whole mm-hmm. um just because man we've i mean we felt a lot of emotions in these last couple of of weeks. I mean, I like, I'm right with you, dog. Like yeah. I've been really, really angry. I've been really, really confused. I've mm-hmm. been, um, I've been really, I was talking to my wife about this. I've been really emotionally unstable mm. for the last two weeks, which mm. is like, for me, something that's really uncommon. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty like a, pretty like a straight line. Pretty, when pretty, it comes yeah. To, yeah. Like maybe a small pretty ups even and downs. Keel. Yeah. But yeah. I felt like myself just be like emotionally unstable to where like the smallest comment could really like Set break me up. down. Yeah or set me off, you know? Mm, mm. And so, and I know there's a lot of like people, like black people out there who feel the exact same way. Yeah. Who've just like randomly cried, who have been really frustrated, Mm -hmm. who are tired of having conversations, who are sick of Mm -hmm. like the constant state of fear, paranoia that we live in as black people. Mm. So we've just Mm. felt, and um, some of these emotions, we don't fully know what to do with because it's not like these, for a lot of people, no. emotions are brand new. We yep. felt these our entire lives. The, the, you know? the, the whole time, I, I I find it like almost numbing to think about like all the ways that I adjust my life to mm-hmm. cater to make, you know, white folks feel comfortable yeah. around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just a number of things I could pop off off the top of my head, like 
you know, if I'm walking down the street and, you know, there's a white person, couple, kids, whatever, walking towards me, you know, to make myself feel less threatening, wow. right? I've I've just con- been conditioned to, like, smile, right? Always. You've never, like, thought of it as an option to not smile. Yeah, right? And, um, or, like, you're, you're in the grocery store and I'm always conscious of, like, you know, I'm going to have my hands not in my pockets a bunch mm-hmm. going in and out. Um, I'm going to make sure like I have a receipt, mm-hmm. etc. put things in the bag. Like mm-hmm. it's like you just don't want nobody to profile you and think you're stealing something or yeah. even just walking up to somebody's house for the first time, like to double check with them. Yeah. You know, because I don't want to walk up to some random person's house and they just pop out and shoot me thinking I'm trying to rob them or something. Yeah. You feel me? So, I think the the. The consistency of the last like three like national deaths that we've seen mm-hmm. have like really been the things that broke me with started with Ahmaud Arbery mm-hmm. then Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. and then George Floyd I think the thing that really like kind of like really messed with my mental was mm-hmm. that all those people could have easily been me there mm-hmm. was nothing about them mm-hmm. that was like very different mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. Uh, George Floyd had a counterfeit bill. Brianna uh, was at her at her home. At her home, Ahmaud Arbery was just running, jogging down the street. And like you know? I, you know, I'll be at my house. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't know if I have counterfeit bill or not, but like you can somehow Sometimes, get it. You know, yeah. If someone maybe gives it to you. I don't you. know. I don't. I don't even use cash. Yeah, that often, exactly. But like, still, if I did, it's like I'm not. You know, you yeah. don't know. And you then, can't automatically assume that like someone was intentionally trying to do that. You and just so, never know. And so those things for me have just like really put me in this like weird place of like almost heightening those already awareness of like, man, like I have to survive. Like I have to make sure to do X, Y, and Z. Like my, like leaving the house every day as a black man. And yeah. a lot of black men can uh, agree to this. It's mm-hmm. like, how do I come back home? Like, yes. how do I make sure I come back home today? How do I survive? What do I need how to do, do I make sure that like, yeah. I don't, my life isn't taken for granted. And the sad thing about it is we already think like that. And it still happens to mm-hmm. a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt really heavy, man. I yeah. like, I'm I felt only I haven't necessarily felt fully safe around if I'm being honest around people who aren't black mm. to have some of like the early conversations of yeah. how I felt like the conversations where you feel safe to like to just, begin to process just begin to process yeah. like I don't need I just need you to under like I really need people to just understand mm-hmm. I don't need rebuttal mm-hmm. I don't need you to debate my emotions mm-hmm. I just need you to fully try to like really See, understand that, where I'm at that's kind of something that i've i've seen too and i would agree with you like Mm. you know in this conversation of discussing like the black experience in this country a lot of people really just try to dismantle and 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 discredit your accounts in your life and And it's painful dog it's painful because it's like you wouldn't you don't that's not how you're a friend to anybody yeah if your friend comes to me comes to you and even if the offense is against you and say hey when you did this it hurt me in this type of way. You're not going to say, show me the facts. Or yeah. That's in your, your, your feelings are invalid mm-hmm. because this, this, and this, mm-hmm. I've never e- experienced something like that. So mm-hmm. that means that you can have you mm-hmm. like, that's just not the way how you respond. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh shoot. Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that this happened and that you're hurt. I care about you. I don't want you to feel hurt. Like yeah. what can we do to move forward? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, I just, I've seen that a lot from a lot of, um, a lot of white people to yeah. be honest like you know they'll say like there's no problem with mm. police brutality wow for persons of color in and america dog that's so hurtful mm-hmm. especially like i like the funny thing about this is like if from 
from a lot of white people's lenses, it's like, oh, there's no issue because you probably haven't experienced no issues with mm -hmm. the police officer. Mm -hmm. Like my wife, who's a white woman, I mm -hmm. mean, there's been multiple times she's gone, you know, 20 miles over the limit yeah. and been let off, you know, mm -hmm. which is a warning where it's like, man, like there's been times I've been pulled over for way less and brought out of my car. Or there've mm -hmm. been times like my car has been like, you know, profiled and yeah. like those experiences. I like, mean, there's so many of them. Oh right? bro. Like for so many black men, doesn't matter yeah. at what level. Like, I think a lot of times people are like a lot of times money or like status can mm -hmm. take away from it. But from, from top to bottom, like you can take corporate black men to like, mm -hmm. regardless of wherever they are, not that that is a validation, but yeah. like we, like a lot of people have all had negative experiences yeah. when it came to law to where now, for myself, I just try to like stay out the way. Yeah. I don't want to have any run in with police officers no. because like, man, it's just like very few of my instances have been positive. Yeah. And, and it's just like, once, once you understand like the, the, the history of like, you know, police, right. You yeah. Know, right now, like, you know, everyone says, okay, they're supposed to protect and serve. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you even understand the history of how policing came about mm. in America, talk right? about like, it, talk about it. Um, a lot of the police force or the way how we understand policing in America stems from like, you know, slave catchers, mm. um, keeping, keeping black people in line, mm. quote unquote, um, in times of Jim Crow. I mean, there's, there's, there's just been a history of, and there's a, a million stories that mm -hmm. we could look up and you it's know, just so the, much. There's so there's so it's it's even hard to talk about because like there's so many different scenarios where this has happened in history, and so for someone to just deny it and mm -hmm. just say it doesn't happen, mm -hmm. I just think it's one it's it's really unwise to do that. Um, two, it's just like hurtful. hurtful. Yeah, it's really it's really hurtful. Yeah. Um. And I, yeah, that, that's been the, the, the most hurtful thing. And even just, even from a, not even just like zeroing in on police brutality, but if we look and, and we kind of widen the perspective and just look at systematically, like yeah. America had its first slaves in 1619 mm -hmm. and had slaves for over 400 years. Yeah. Right. And like, I don't, I don't understand how people can say like, there's no systemic issues of, mm. of racism when the country was founded with like a system put in place to enforce racism. Yeah. I think, man, it's a lot of times, especially when dealing with like our white counterparts, mm -hmm. a lot of times what they want to do is to try to just like jump over, brush all that under the rug and just mm. like start in 2020 and, and say, like, we're no, going to start. We're good. Yeah. I just yeah. see, and like I just, I just see you as who you are, you know, like yeah. colorblind or whatever the case may be. It's oh, like I hate no, that it's like it's you like you can't do that. Yeah, like no. to fully understand, love me, appreciate me, you mm. have to understand the experiences that I've gone through. Yeah, you have to understand how those things affect me to this yes. day. Yes, I, I say this over and over again. Like you have to understand the past to be able to make sense of the present. Come on, man. Like you, you to your point, you can't if you're trying to love somebody well. If mm. I'm trying to love you well. Mm. And I met you two years ago. Yeah. I just can't say like I'm gonna love you from the the point in time where I met you two years ago. Yeah, and that's that that's my only basis for knowing and loving you. Yeah, you had twenty something years yeah. before that exactly. of life mm -hmm. that is going to affect the way how you mm -hmm. function, mm -hmm. breathe, think, all that kind of stuff More. now. Yeah, and so like how can 
we as a society say like we're going to just ignore mm. the ugliness of this country's past yeah. and try to act like it's not affecting our present. Come on, bro. Man, that's, that's, that, that's silly. It's, it's very silly. It's 100% foolish. Come on, dog. Man. It really is so, man, it's foolish, dog. And I think for a lot of people, um, that's not. And I, 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 I try to believe, I think some people want to believe in that. Okay. I understand it's ugly, but I just want to get past it. You mm. know what I'm saying? And so mm. like, that's their heart posture, mm-hmm. but that heart posture is actually very painful, mm-hmm. hurtful. And it actually sends us back to mm-hmm. where your black friends do not want to feel negated or like mm-hmm. you don't understand or like all these different things. So if you yeah. can't acknowledge even how you might play a part in it. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yes. Like, the ugliness yeah. of racism, mm-hmm. how it might you might have played a part in it, or like how you are currently playing a part in mm-hmm. it, or how your family's playing a part or in even it, just benefiting from benefiting it, and from not it. And, and denying to recognize Dog, that. It's so right. pri- like we've been talking about white privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are coming to realize this term white privilege. Mm-hmm. Like it is so crazy to me that like since I was, I talk about this a lot. A lot of black men have this experience at a very very young age. You are taught the conversation of what it's like to be black, mm. like six seven years old. Mm-hmm. And typically, I it's after you have experienced the situation, your parents have to explain what's going on. And I have my situation mm. when I was like six or seven years old. Yep. We had like these science projects that we did in school, right? Mm-hmm. And the top three science projects that were voted on the cla- by the class, yeah. Um, got to go to the cafeteria mm. for like greater judging. My mm-hmm. older brother was super smart, was the one who helped me with my science project, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So I was one of the top three people in class. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited that my project was supposed to go to the cafeteria, but my teacher ended up sending the girl who got fourth place Oof. over mine yeah. after like the rules were put out. Yeah. And I didn't go. And I remember crying, going to my dad. That was the first time my dad had to talk to me about mm. what it was like to be black. Six, seven years old, you know? Mm. Like, innocence of, like, being a small child, small boy is, like, taken away from you. Yeah. And realizing that you have to grow up quicker than your counterparts because the society that you live in. And yeah. so many people have that story. Like, ha- like, I know you, <clears throat> you probably have a story just like that mm-hmm. yeah, as well, you yeah. know? Yep. I mean, there's just, there's so many things. Like, it's even hard to like even begin to talk about because I feel like part of it, right, is I'm I'm recognizing and seeing that a lot of folks who I know in my life are silent about these Man. issues, are um, even against uh, the the movement that Black Lives do matter, yeah. and and so part of me I want to help them Mm -hmm. to understand that they're being willfully blind Mm -hmm. and ignorant Mm -hmm. to reality. Uh, But the other part of me feels conflicted because I don't want to have to justify my life and my experience and the experience of people in in, in America, even around the world, right? Like it's it's like slavery affected the, the entire world. Like it wasn't, it wasn't just in America. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, I don't know. It just it just puts us in a tough place, right? Because it's like I I want there to be to be change even on a small level mm-hmm. from the folks who are in my sphere of mm-hmm. influence. But then it's also like I I just hate over and over and over Man. needing to justify and and present a well thought out history lesson and uh, a, a social science lesson and yeah. all these things like where I have to do this like. It's just a weird, it's a weird dichotomy. And I think 
a thing also is like, especially those of people, because like I think a lot of people think it's it's cool to have the black friend around, right? It's cool to have your black friends and mm-hmm. whatnot. And like some people genuinely just like in their spheres of circles have black friends. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But I want to say those of like my like white friends that have kept silent in this issues, mm-hmm. you're like those white like those of you that have kept silence in this issues, your black friends are taking notice. I'm mm. being completely honest with you. Yeah, 100%. we're taking notice. Because especially when it comes to calling out racism and justice, mm-hmm. like, do you value me, my people, my life enough to like call it out, mm-hmm. like call out maybe where it's been in your heart and mm-hmm. like start challenging and fighting for justice and like yeah. equality in these ways? Because those of you that are doing that and taking those steps, your black friends are also taking notice. Mm-hmm. Like in the due time, they might start feeling more comfortable to start having conversations with you. Yeah. Not on your timeline. Like, truly like i know there's been some people who have like you know you've probably reached out to your your black friends and like sent them a huge text message like they are mourning or they are dealing and trying to process their emotions so they Mm -hmm. might not have the words to give to you they don't owe you anything you know in that moment like they're trying to mourn just like in the same way if someone's mom or father passes away you might send them a text message. You don't feel indebted that they have to like send you something back because mm-hmm. they're processing mm-hmm. through a hard time. Yeah. That is what it has been or felt like in this current, in like this current season. So mm-hmm. I think man, the biggest thing that has been really also on the other side, encouraging is just like, man, we're actually seeing some change. Yeah. I think that like, you know, one technology is great in the Come fact on. that like, the the issues that have been going on in the country for a long, 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 long time. Say that, say I that, say, say that. I say that that many come times on. to give emphasis hey, to how on. long things have been going on like this. But now technology gives us an avenue to be able to have eyes on it, mm. right? Like, you know, there was a, a turning point even in the civil rights movement in the 1960s where uh, a lot of the times where their marches were being televised, yeah. right? where the rest of the country were able to see uh, the brutality that was happening to black people, to black people yeah. on those, even on those marches yeah. back then. And so, you know, I think that now it's being the black experience is being put in, into the public for yeah. everyone to have and, and to not be able to ignore. And so like we see a lot of protests and marches and even some, you know, policies being changed on a local level. Yeah. You know, there's been talks about, you know, defunding the police mm-hmm. and finding other ways to protect and serve the community. Yeah. Um, you know, other programs and 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 um, services that could be rolled out that could help to you know monitor and 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 build up the community versus mm-hmm. to to just arrest people and yeah. that nature. So uh, speaking of marches, I think it was really cool. I wanted to highlight in Austin mm-hmm. um, last weekend. I don't know yeah. when this last when Sunday, this is yeah. gonna drop, but <laughs> last Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, a Sunday in June. Yeah, <laughs> um, we went to um, the um, protest last March um, in Austin, and it was really I think. I like for I sometimes had been the person that's like, well, you know, I support it, but I don't really understand why people go and march, you mm, know. Mm-hmm. And like me going out there, it like it clicked and understood. Mm-hmm. Like, I think hearing the cries yep. of black people mm-hmm. unifiably, like people are like tearing up, marching, like yelling, crying. It's not like they're just yelling. People are crying for justice, mm-hmm. you know, like literally crying for justice because they can't 
stand to see another black body be taken for granted mm. in the eyes of the media and no justice be served, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or like as a whole, you yep. know, it shouldn't just be, take the fact of a black body being taken for, yeah. for the, us to then rely on a justice system that's been against us, yeah. created against us mm. to then give us justice, mm. mm-hmm. like just value us for, for, from the beginning. I think that's why we're saying black lives matter because mm-hmm. from the jump, they should matter from the beginning. Yep. We don't have to die. We shouldn't have to die. A black body shouldn't have to literally fall and be taken taken out of the timeline of its life mm-hmm. for people to value black lives. So mm. like those people who are against black lives matter, please understand like we, we like the black lives have been taken for granted for so long mm. and we need to matter because even in 2020 now the justice system, the systemic oppression and racism is still proving to mm-hmm. be against us. Yeah. And until we break that down, we will continue to yell and need to yell black lives matter. Come, yeah. You know, that's good. That's good. I mean, there's some there's some of our, you know, PFM that's yeah. probably like a little uncomfortable with even hearing that yeah. phrase Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. Um, and I, I would I would encourage you just to think about why, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I feel like a lot of times um, and this has been something that's been hard for me over the past few weeks is to uh, to 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 hear the silence of even um my brothers and sisters in the faith, right? Mm. Um, go to there, the, Chris, to, go to, there. To the church. Yeah. Like, um, there's been a lot of church folks that would be like, let's say like, oh no, like y'all, we can't support Black Lives Matter or mm. things like that. And I just encourage you to, to, to really question why. Um, some of the responses that I've seen is that because it's like, you know, it's a political organization or it's, um, you know, it's against our values. Mm. And I was like, but why yeah you know like th- th- this is a this is a a justice issue this is a, a gospel issue right? come on like, no um, said i want you to say that again this yeah, is a gospel a issue. gospel issue right come on um and so if if you're in a place right where where your politics are informing your faith <sighs> rather than your faith informing your politics you have made an idol out of what <laughs> come on your, your politics, politics. and on. that is 100 percent foolish yeah bro so don't come do on. that come on like you have to be able to to examine the scriptures, right? Mm. Uh, examine what you hold dear and near to your heart to believe. And I'm talking to like the people who claim to be a part of the church, part of the household of faith, mm. who claim to be Christians, right? Mm. Like you got to be able to 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 look and examine. Be like, dang, am I aligning with the scriptures, or am I more concerned about being patriotic Ooh. or being? Uh, a part of the conservative movement because so. Jesus wasn't American. Let's just go hey, ahead and say <laughs> Jesus wasn't American. Come on, bro. Jesus, yeah, Jesus is not a Republican. Yeah, come like, on. Jesus is not a Democrat. Yeah, Jesus on. is not none of that. Say that, bro. And so you can't you, you can't attach the the Christianity to Man, the Democratic so Party or the Republican Party. You can't so attach Jesus to liberalism or conservatism because our God will not be boxed in. Amen. Hey, he's not boxed in. Yeah. He's not going to be put into some some parties that we we think to be like the ultimate mm. uh solution for mm. all of our problems mm-hmm. um so that's my rebuke to anybody who's listening and who has remained silent yeah like you are called to something higher you're yeah. not called to be in line with the political party come so, on man that's um, that's really yeah. good i think you hit it right on its head we need people it's crazy because it's like almost seeing people who are even outside of the church challenging the church. Oh my gosh. They're yeah. like, yo, y'all are like, y'all believe this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't believe this, but y'all believe yeah, this. Why, really, y'all not, why, why y'all not saying why something? Why y'all not saying something? Like, y'all you know? people's is like, yeah. literally being oppressed. Like, mm-hmm. 
did Jesus not come to like unoppress the oppressed? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, and so I feel I, I like I hundred percent feel that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was even talking to my pops, man, like, uh, which is like also another thing that breaks my heart. It's like even my dad talking about, you know, I get it. Like my dad moved here in like the seventies, you know, mm. and like mm-hmm. some a lot of the things that he was dealing with, he was like praying that his kids wouldn't have to walk with. You right know now. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And like him even realizing in twenty twenty a lot of the same things and struggles that they were fighting for we're still fighting for and he's thinking of his grandkids like are mm. they still gonna do this you know Man. and like that yeah. broke my heart my yep. dad just being like it's so sad like why is this still you know a thing like all these different things and so mm-hmm. i think like man I've, I've said it before like we're done begging we're done asking we done need begging, justice and asking. change today yeah and we're gonna use the momentum that yeah. we have we use have, we're gonna use this momentum we're gonna hey, use it Come yes on. we're like, gonna use this momentum <laughs> and we're gonna because get, why y'all are tweeting and, yeah, and yeah, posting yeah, about yeah. On social media yeah, yeah. we're gonna make some changes exactly we got to and it's really cool honestly i think especially for what we've seen so far athletes are speaking up mm-hmm. like corporations are speaking celebrities. up. celebrities celebrities are speaking up even politicians politicians up. are speaking up like people who you didn't expect and praise god that people's eyes are finally starting to be open mm-hmm. 2020 yeah. in 2020 like right. clear even, vision yeah like people are starting to see like man this is where we have gone wrong mm-hmm. and we have to rectify this if we really want america to be the land of the free mm. home of the brave mm. for everyone for everyone to Not, have the opportunity to pursue life liberty and the uh, pursuit of happiness exactly right? for yeah. everyone and so man i'm i'm like i'm really on this train so i think for for us as prophetic foolishness fan as prophetic foolishness as a whole as a podcast mm-hmm. man um, being two black men who run it, we're going to give some of our listeners um, some like steps and what you can do. Yeah, so to, yeah, yeah. To my black brothers and sisters, man, take time and mourn. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you to find safe places and spaces to process, to process how yeah. you feel. Don't let anyone police or box your emotions. Let you feel freely in the spaces you need. And a lot of times that might look like specifically just black spaces. Um, and that's okay. In due time, you will maybe incorporate those who are like willing to listen. But sometimes you are so fragile, you need the space to just be black. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, I've had a plethora of black men um, and women that I have maybe like processed and talked about. And it's really freeing and refreshing mm-hmm. to do so. So take care of yourself, my black brothers and sisters. Make sure to have spaces to mourn, talk, and just be freely yeah that's yeah. that's one yeah second to my white brothers and sisters man your black friends don't owe you anything right now so just because you text them a nice text like i know it's gonna sound harsh but they are mourning they don't owe you a reply they like probably won't you know hop on another call and have another conversation because it's really hard those things are emotionally draining in an emotional in an emotionally draining season so understand bear with you know what I'm saying? Don't feel entitled because um, some of you might feel like you're entitled to a response or a feeling or whatever the case may be. Don't feel that way. Give them their space. Um, and then on top of that, to my white brothers and sisters, my third thing, mm. man, take these conversations yeah. to your spaces, to your spheres to your, and their circles, yes, yeah, to your yeah. grandparents, to yeah. your parents, to your all white friends, to your frats, to your sororities. Like these, I think the biggest thing is racism has been in like ingrained into our society. Mm-hmm. It's been ingrained into some of our teachings. It's mm-hmm. been ingrained into some of our thoughts and families. Mm-hmm. And if we don't actively uproot it, it yeah. will stay there. We are yeah. we're aligned to ourselves if you think it's just going to passively you go can't, away. You can't just think that like, oh, okay, I'm not racist. Yeah. Like, you have to 
to be actively anti-racist. Anti-racist. Exactly. To be kind of pulling down some of the thought structures. Come on. Some of the societal structures and things like that that um, uphold racism yeah. on, on that level, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's 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 what our that's what our podcast is all about. Mm-hmm. Like giving mm-hmm. people a space to challenge the societal norms. And it's like I would I'd also add on to what Osagi is saying. Like, um, I I, th- I think it's fine to like he was saying like don't expect something from your 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 black friends, the, the black folks that are in your life. But you can definitely reach out and even just let them know, hey, like I, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm 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 learning. Mm-hmm. I I'm I, I'm I'm doing the work to kind of like I'm understand. doing the work. Yeah. I'm doing the work to mm-hmm. try to understand. You know what what your what what your what your experience mm-hmm. is um and i'm just i'm just want to know I'm, i support you yeah you know that that that's huge right because mm-hmm. like I, that i think that's just huge just that, that's something that a friend yeah. appreciated it's something mm-hmm. that a friend a friend would do right mm-hmm. um i think another thing is you know just from a practical level um to 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 begin to like educate yourself man to, to, do the to work do the work like there is um we're not here to be nobody's history teacher, bro. Well, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're probably going to touch on a lot of this in season three. Yeah. And just because y'all are part of the PF fam, like, we'll probably give you guys and spark some conversations. Yeah. You can go research on your own. Yeah. But like, do exactly that. Like, if you want to know about it, like, you will go and and research and and look at history, um, history in this country, history mm. in the world. Because once again, I'll say this again, like, um. You have to understand the past to be able to make sense of the present. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you can do just that. You know, if right now, if what's going on in America is very confusing, like go go look at the past, and and you maybe you'll find some clarity. Because a lot of times, what we'll see, what you'll a lot of you will come to learn, a lot of what you were taught in your public school system isn't sufficient, isn't like sufficient like history, especially yeah. for Black people. Mm. Like the things that you are taught isn't sufficient sometimes it's even like whitewashed and jaded mm-hmm. um, not saying it's completely inaccurate please don't hear me i'm not anti like the public school system but yeah. like you have to really go and educate yourself thoroughly mm-hmm. on a lot of the things and pains and so like you'll start to maybe slightly understand what black people are trying and walking through and going through so yeah, yeah. educate yourselves man i think that's super helpful mm-hmm. start doing the work like chris said like don't necessarily come and be like, what do I do? There's things to be done. Take mm-hmm. action steps. And man, honestly, like a lot of times, like a lot of black people, like we have experiences for days. So if you just want to understand some experiences, like that is more of an easy thing to just be like, oh, I can tell you, like I got a whole, you know, textbooks full mm-hmm. of what it's looked like to be uh, oppressed or discriminated against mm-hmm. or profiled, all these different things. Yep. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to like make sure that Man, hopefully this podcast, you know, like our goal is to create spaces for discussions. And so if anything, you walk away from this episode feeling encouraged to go and go and do something and go and start having a conversation. Have the conversations like, you know, share this, share this podcast with folks. Like if they're trying to find diverse voices to Mm -hmm. listen to Mm -hmm. diverse perspectives, like Mm -hmm. share this podcast, even even this specific episode as a as a starting point for conversations Mm -hmm. in your in your spaces where people of color might not be present, you mm. know, sitting around the dinner table with your yeah. parents or yeah. with your aunt, with yeah. your cousins, with mm. your sisters and, mm. and brothers. Like mm. those are, those are places where we really encourage you to have these tough conversations to really challenge yourself and look introspectively and be like, Hey, like where, where are the parts of my own life where I'm benefiting from these, uh, these systemic, um, rate, the, like the systemic racism mm. and, and where, where have I not acknowledged that? Yeah. Right? Um, so that's good. I mean, it, it, it 
it's a, this is going to be a really big conversation that's going to be continuing, but we just wanted to, you know, bring the PFM into it um, and make sure that uh, we're having that dialogue, make yeah. sure that y'all are having the dialogue. Yeah. I wanted to say this again, man, like this is a safe place. This is a safe space mm-hmm. um, to continue. Like, man, we, we welcome and uh, we actually encourage all conversations, yes. you know, yeah. uh, to continue. And, so that's what we're about, man. This is Prophetic Foolishness. Um, if this is maybe your first time tuning in, like I said, man, welcome. Like, follow us at Prophetic Foolishness on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Spotify. You know, share this podcast with a friend. You know, share it I, in your story. Man, your Instagram. Share it on like, Twitter. Bro, I swear, like, you guys will listen to it. Share it to your Instagram story and tag us, man. Yeah. We will re-tag, like, we'll repost it on our story. Like, mm-hmm. if you really rock with us, like, yeah. like you really call this, like, man, we're your people. Like, yeah. Uncle Osai uncle chris is your people you know you just tune in every monday yeah. like man really share this and post this to your people share it send it to your friends like we want to continue to grow the prophetic yeah. foolishness fan and let us and, know your thoughts like yeah. we we want to know how you how you're processing you know our current our current mm-hmm. environment right yeah. so all it, the current events we want to know yeah if this pot if this episode hits a note for you man uh do us a favor and share it to your story man so we can continue to share it with our influences and our friends man but like we said, man, we really love you, you guys. Thanks for rocking with us, man. Um, man, we're here to continuously serve up a delicious dish of discussion. A delicious dish of discussion. discussion. Mm, yeah, man, we're constantly here for that, man. So continue to rock with us, man. We got a lot of heat coming for you in season three. Yep. Stay tuned. Good things coming. Great podcast episodes. Uh, we'll continue to just give keep our ears down to the street, hear what y'all want to talk about. Um, but man, until next time, we started how we always end it. My name's Osagi. And my name is Chris. And this is Prophetic Foolishness. Peace.